0: The Movie Hour, Episode 54, October 1st, 2009. Spoiler alert, the following hour of programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Welcome everyone to Rowan Polanski's Daycare Movie Hour. This is Greg Maloney, currently a little out of my element, podcasting from Livermore, California. Luckily, we are joined by my hometown fellas, my brother James, and our special friend, Jeff. Welcome back to the show, guys. Hey, everyone.
1: What's happening?
0: How's uh, how's everything st- sticking in Michigan? You guys keeping uh, the studio in order? I've heard some things. So far, so good.
2: It's a little cold out here, though. It's dropped down to the 50s. Yeah, it's really? Disgusting yeah, it's disgusting out here right
1: now. Yeah.
0: I thought, I thought uh, is that why the Tigers game was canceled?
1: Uh, it was yeah, raining, the other day nasty. it was
2: raining yesterday. yeah they did a oh. double header today
0: disaster disaster but you'll be going tomorrow which is which is also genius yeah, we've been having so it's anyway. been it's super hot thing. here dude I don't know if I can handle sticking out here all the time like it's always you know it's always 90s and up well yesterday we had a break of like 85 or something and it was we were outside but yeah, it sounds yeah. terrible, you're not outside beautiful like getting in the time. shade every every now and then it's it's nasty what yeah. were we saying jeff
1: it sounds terrible beautiful weather all the time <laughs> it's like hell. I feel it, it for you, man.
0: It is. It's it's hot like hell. It's hot like hell. Oh, um, man. And actually, which I've been out here for a couple reasons, but I've got some news for you guys. I didn't... I would hate... I hate to start the show off with this, but I, I need to let you guys know. I just got a meeting, and the, the sad news report is James Woods will not be sponsoring an episode for at least the next three months. We were talking with his people for a while. It didn't end up working out. He's, they're trying to get something in the books for later on this year, but... Or next year, but uh, there are just no guarantees in this business. So it's a, it's a sad hit for the movie. Yeah, Alley, no,
1: guarantees but. or no. We had a verbal contract. <laughs> I,
0: I know I know I I, I pushed our uh, I pushed our point c- quite strongly, and they just they didn't fold. And uh, it's it's upsetting, but uh, I know James Woods really is a fan of the show, and we'll work it out. Um, we'll get we'll get something going.
2: Fucking douche.
0: <laughs> don't. <laughs> whoa whoa! Don't call him that. Uh, in, in other news of, uh, I guess while I've been here, I've been sort of keeping, uh, keeping tabs on our, uh, recent releases. There are actually some things we didn't discuss last week that we were talking about in our fall preview that are coming out immediately that, uh, need to be discussed. Uh, Zombie Land, which we've talked about a little bit on and off is, uh, the Woody Harrelson vehicle, which this might, like, uh, he looks great in this movie. I guess it was made for him. He just plays the hick with a gun and alcohol the whole time shooting zombies. I guess this was like, his uh, number him. one role.
2: Yeah, in my in my little social circle, it's getting quite the buzz. There's a lot of people I know that want to see this movie.
0: Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun time, and uh, and I'm sure Jeff has something to mention about Jesse Eisenberg playing pretty much the comic relief of the 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 show. He was uh, it was pretty much his, I don't know if it was called a big movie, but Squid and the Whale being like one of his main his first main movies.
1: Yeah, I I like Jesse Eisenberg. I don't know how I feel exactly about him being like the the key comic relief, but he he definitely plays like a good like. Uh, It's like a Michael Sarah substitute, like this straight image to to somebody's craziness.
2: Which is funny because two of the people I've talked to about this movie think that, or thought that Michael Sarah was in it. I'm like, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. They are pretty much the same. uh, This fit the same roles nowadays. Um, What's interesting, I didn't know about this movie, was apparently uh, Bill Murray has a cameo in it, so I dug a little further, finding out that in the movie, um, Woody, Woody Harrelson and Jesse Eisenberg are on their way from, uh, pretty much one place to go to a, an amusement park that's supposed to be, like, zombie free, is the idea. The plot to escape all the zombies. And they stop in, uh, a Beverly Hills mansion, which is supposedly owned by Bill Murray, which is where he makes his cameo, and it's supposed to be really cool. And, uh, I heard about that. Yeah, it's, I'm, uh, <laughs> I might, <laughs> I might have to go just for that. Um, I, I won't be back in town until, uh, Friday late night, but. Um, maybe I'll be able to make some time during the weekend to catch it. It'll be interesting. Um, and also on the docket, there's, uh, the invention of lying, which I just want to talk about for two seconds, just because Ricky Gervais deserves all the, all the fame he gets. And he's just the funniest guy ever. And, uh, I hope I hope this movie does really well. He, and I'm he sure, is hilarious, I'm sure Jeff and, that, and if you're going to listen to yeah. two
1: podcasts, listen to this one and his podcast. His podcast it's apparently the uh, most downloaded podcast of all time. So I guess he probably doesn't need our help. But uh, it, he's, yeah. he's a very very funny man.
0: Most downloaded podcast of all time? Who by by whose standards is that? I
1: don't. What, <laughs> I don't know. I uh, apparently, he is in Guinness though uh, for being the most <laughs> oh. p- downloaded podcast. Wow, gotcha. Official gotcha. and everything. Yeah. the
0: The Ricky Gervais podcast was that one you actually had to pay for. I don't remember. Was it I wound up having
1: to pay for, uh, for yeah, it was worth it though.
0: Right. What's the price? What's the price tag?
1: Um. Well, you know? there there have been different seasons. I actually got them all off of Audible. Okay. Um, and uh, the like, I paid. I think, I think I paid like twelve bucks for like eight, like a, an entire like twelve hour season one time, like a right, um, and then. You can get these little uh, like the last uh, series he did was the Ricky Gervais Guide to, and it was so it was like the guide to the arts or the guide to philosophy or uh, that, and I was paying I think like a <laughs> buck like fifty for each hour and fifteen minute episode gotcha. of those.
0: Do you still do Audible? I know you're no, about that. No, no, I don't. Do uh, it, now yeah. that
1: I'm no longer in the car constantly, I, I no longer do uh, do the Audible. Nice. Have you guys um, seen the previous for this
2: movie? I have not.
0: Well, I've yes. seen the the previews in terms of like the the teaser on tv i've seen but i haven't seen the trailer can't
2: no. i can't decide if this is good or not i mean i definitely like his stuff and i like a lot of the people in the movie but it seems like a a gimmick comedy kind of like something that jim carrey would do so i'm hoping it's it's not i think it's some, i hope I'm, it's, I'm hoping it's something a little bit more than that but i think it's we'll
1: a, i think it's a pretty funny idea um but yeah, I, I agree. It does seem kind of gimmicky, but it might be it might be pretty good. Like, I
0: don't know. I don't know, man. If it's gimmicky, there's a lot of people on board for gimmicky. You got Tina Fey, Jeffrey Tambor, Louis C.K. Like, Isn't John there's Hodgman, a lot of
1: um, in it as well.
0: Uh, that's a good question, actually. Yep, he is in it. Yeah, John, I love John Hodgman, in it. the the uh, Mac guy, also doing the. This what is it? The book of a thousand hobo names, or whatever it is. Yeah, I actually I have
1: that book. Um, John yeah. Hodgman's areas of my expertise. It's a, it's a, yeah, areas a, of my expertise. It's a very good bathroom book, let me tell you. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, uh, a, hopefully, hopefully it does well. We'll see. Uh, the uh, two other ones, Whip It, coming out this weekend, which I didn't want to give much uh, much press to, just because it didn't seem very very interesting. It's sort of like a coming of age teenage kid. Rebelling against parents, go, turning towards uh, roller derby skating of all things, um, with uh, Ellen Page uh, from Juno fame. Uh, unfortunately, not from her uh, X Men 3 fame as, like, what, what was she, like, Shadow Cat or something stupid? I don't even remember. Um, you got it right. Yeah, so, uh, but what's interesting about it is maybe from Rest Development, Aaliyah Shaw Cats in it. Uh, Zoe, I don't know if it's Belle or Bella, the, the Kiwi that was in, uh, Death Proof. It's okay to call them Kiwis, right? They like being called Kiwis, (laughs) I think they like being called Kiwis.
1: Alright. right. I don't don't, Just to be recognized.
0: Yeah. I don't don't remember if she was a Kiwi or an Aussie. I don't remember. She played an Aussie Uh, in Death Proof. Yeah. She did. They don't like being called Kiwis at all. She's actually exploding. She's in, like, three other movies, and it's not just for the stunts. Like, she's in it for, apparently she was in Glorious Bastards for a, a stunt. I don't know what, but, um... And Daniel Stern, which lovingly known as the better half of the Sticky Bandits gang and Home Alone, is also in this movie. So hopefully uh, another movie, which I sort of hope it does well. But that one seems good. What has Daniel
1: Stern done since, like, bushwhacked 12 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, matter,
0: Daniel Stern. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, last comeback, big thing. Last big thing before we get to the movie reviews. I know this is taking a while, so I'll put... Um, Toy Story 1 is actually being released this weekend at 3D. This is a big thing they're pushing for, uh, which is sort of part of the Toy Story 3 uh, press. But are they uh, Toy both S- of them or no? Oh, they are, but the second one's not coming out until February 12th, so not for oh. a while. They're doing it, yeah. they're. Uh, what's the word? parsing it, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but, yeah, that will be coming out, which Toy Story uh, was one, my second hand answer on the Gungapit.com for best movie series. It's, it's uh, Really, both those movies are good, and I'm sure the third one's going to be great. Uh, yeah, so that's that's it for my, my California news today, but we do have our uh, movie reviews per usual, and I believe uh, Jeff is going to be the big man right. starting leading right. us off.
1: I'm going to kick off. I saw two movies that I think are worth commenting on. Um, the the first one uh, that I saw, another Jesse Eisenberg flick, uh, Adventureland. Um, awesome. I'm really came, curious how this yeah, came, came out earlier this year. Um, it was directed by Greg, uh, I believe it's pronounced Modala. Uh, the same guy that directed Superbad. Uh, also did mm-hmm. a few episodes of Arrested Development. Uh, pretty popular guy. A couple episodes of uh, Undeclared as well. Uh, It was pretty good. Um, I I think I had pretty high hopes for this one, and it definitely didn't exceed them. There were some pretty funny parts. Uh, Overall, it kind of wound up being a a pretty formulaic indie love story between him and uh, the chick from Twilight. Uh, What's her name? Uh, Kid coming coming of age. Yeah. And um, pretty um, pretty. Good performances from Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. Uh, Another guy that I really love, Martin Starr, uh, who played like the dork in Freaks and Geeks, like the really, really nerdy one with the glasses. He's also in. knocked off he was the the guy that did like grew the beard he's, he did the yeah. the dirty man he's yep. in the attention
2: of lying too is he really
1: yep he I, is, anyway yeah. i really he was really great in it he kind of uh, like a like a supporting role but really really good uh who else i guess Kristen Ryan Wake reynolds and kind of do
0: funny. any did any get in that what's that Ryan Reynolds do any good? In that Ryan movie?
1: Reynolds is pretty good. He actually a relatively understated role for for Ryan Reynolds. He wasn't like the super cool Van Wilder that we've all come to kind of expect from him. Uh, he, he was um he's kind of a kind kind of a pathetic character actually in a way. Like people thought he was cool in the story, but he, like he was actually sort of a sort of a loser. Um, That's good movie uh... though. Uh, definitely uh, not a run out and see it as soon as possible, but good movie. The second movie I saw was actually Academy Award nominated last year, the movie Frost Nixon, uh, the story about the interview uh, yeah. <laughs> between Frost and Nixon, David Frost and Richard Nixon in a, after Nixon's resignation from the Office of Presidency. Um, it Really, uh, as somebody that didn't live through that, being uh, too young, uh, unlike somebody on this podcast, I... Uh, I definitely, it, I learned a couple things about it, and also I think it really did a good job of sort of uh, describing the feeling of the nation at that point in time, like that we had kind of been hurt by by what had happened, but uh, overall, really good movie, Frank, uh, Frank Langella was, was phenomenal as Richard Nixon, uh, Sam Rockwell was excellent, he kind of played one of uh, da- David Frost's like aides and uh, research yeah. partners, also uh, Oliver Platt was really good in it. Um, you know, I, I don't really have a whole lot to say about this one. It was good. It was uh, it was definitely worth a watch. Um, really interesting for me. I, I, I guess I learned a couple of the details about the situation. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if it's, if the portrayal of Richard Nixon was, was that accurate, but it seemed very true to the footage I've seen and seemed to really do a good job of kind of humanizing him. Like he wasn't like this horrible person, but he was kind of a bastard and, uh, <laughs> and you know, sort of doing it in a way where he, he, he became like a real person. And, uh, yeah. Additionally, Kevin Bacon was in it and he was very good.
0: More, can you, uh, so... Sam Rockwell, you actually didn't, you liked him in it? Like, I had a, I've usually had a big problem with Sam Rockwell, but I'm mean, starting to like him more and more. He, uh, he won you over on this one? Sam Rockwell alone. Oh, so.
1: I <laughs> like Sam Rockwell quite a bit, actually, um, <laughs> so he didn't have to win me over, but I, I like him. I'm to have to catch
0: it then to see if he wins me over. We'll see.
1: Yeah, and the sad part is, is I that I see what your problem with Sam
2: Rockwell is. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> that. Wh- but, yeah, the sad part about this whole movie is that this was an event back then. Nowadays, of misbehaving presidents like commonplace. Yeah, no
0: shit, dude. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, now that we got this communist, socialist, Nazi, uh, what else is he? Fascist and murderer. Um, <laughs> Murder. So, uh, yeah.
0: Anyhow, um, the one other thing that's sort of sad about this movie he got nominated for like five Oscars, didn't win one. Sad, sad story.
2: Hey, just being nominated is pretty darn yeah. good. Agreed, agreed. Not for long. Pretty soon, everyone's gonna be nominated. Yeah.
0: What What is that again? There's like ten people nominated for um, for best picture. Oh, I think it's shit. just best, best picture. Best okay. picture but, yeah. Gotcha. At least
2: the acting nominations will still mean something. Right. Right.
0: So me being in a uh, Cali, I have, uh, of course, I have two goals here. One, working with uh, the Hollywood, the Hollywood class. But uh, also, I'm here uh, visiting my nieces, and of course, my. uh brother-in-law and sister, which, by the way, I mentioned last week, I was going to edit it out, but I couldn't figure out any way to do it, where I said I'm visiting my brother and sister and their nieces, and I'm like, wait, that makes it sound like my brother and my sister had kids, and I'm their uncle, and I'm like, that doesn't sound... I, know, I don't know <laughs> who caught that, but uh, now you know. Um, but yeah, it was my uh, brother-in-law and sister and their nieces, and uh we've watched so many kids' movies, and one we actually caught, we uh, we watched Ice Age 3 together, which actually comes out, I think it comes out, uh did it come out in... The DVD comes out in November, I think, but the movie came out uh, July 2009 in theaters.
1: There was a nice Age Three. Oh, that was one of the yeah, yeah. It was skin. actually
0: pretty good. Um, I had mm-hmm. seen the first one. I hadn't seen the second one. I had heard the second one actually wasn't as good and was it, as all sequels turn out, the second one was bad, and the third one actually was a little, uh, little of a comeback. I liked it. Um, but it's the pretty much the story. There's a. I'll just jump into it. There's like two. There's two mammoths. Ellie, which is played. Uh, played by Queen Latifah, is a mammoth, and there's also Manny the Mammoth. They're, like, a couple, and Ellie's pregnant. And also part of this little misfit herd is uh, Sid the Sloth, which is played by who we talked about last week, John Leguizamo, or however you pronounce that. And, uh, Not like <laughs> Le- that. Leguizamo. Not like that. that. Uh, also, uh, and Dennis Leary, who uh, Jeff Jeff's boy, Dennis Leary, uh, plays uh, Sabretooth Tiger, Diego. And, um... Their group is just together. Everything's hunky-dory, but Ellie's pregnant, and the other uh, Diego, Dennis Leary, gets sort of anxious about it because he thinks it's going to break up their group dynamic, so he just leaves, and Sid ends up wanting to have a family of his own, and he sort of like pretty much steals these eggs. He didn't know he's stealing the sloth. Sid is just stupid and klutzy, and he's a funny guy. Um Steal some eggs, and then turns out their dinosaur eggs gets captured by a dinosaur and gets pretty much taken away. So the other, the broken, shattered group has to get back together to team up and get Sid back. Um, but the real vic- the real victory in the movie is—I uh, use victory for a critique—is when they get to where all the dinosaurs are, and Simon Pegg comes in as a character, uh, a weasel named Buck, and he's just this. Pretty much like know it all, uh, hunter killer weasel badass, and just shows them, uh, pretty much, uh, leads them through the, the dinosaur kingdom. And it's, he's really hilarious. And of course, he's like half cuckoo, and he's, it's really funny. And, uh, even watching this with, uh, four nieces, it, I was able to, uh, to enjoy it.
1: You can tell you've been hanging out with your nieces. You say yeah. cuckoo <laughs> instead of like crazy or nuts or.
3: Well, yeah, he's
0: cuckoo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on top of all, all the the kids movies I've seen, I've watched, I've been watching kids movies and a lot of Deal or No Deal. That's pretty much it.
2: <laughs> so so that's it. You have nothing else to add? You're uh, gonna leave us hanging? So yeah, I pretty the, they they the go in they go into sa-
0: they go into save Sid. Oh, sorry, yeah, I forget the squirrel's name, but the squirrel actually has a uh, a girl counterpart in this movie, and they fight over the same acorn like the whole movie. And does he get
2: the bullshit. acorn? <sighs>
0: He doesn't get the acorn. I'll spoil it. I'll spoil it. Right when you think he's got it for the end of the movie, it's he loses it again. So I'm sure that means you know Ice Age Four is on the way, and we'll we'll see how it goes. It was good movie, and I would recommend uh, if you want to spend 20 bucks in November, uh, it probably won't be bad for your kids to watch. Good times, good times. Uh, James, I believe you're uh, up next.
2: Um, I ended up going to the theater and seeing the re-release of The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it's part of the uh, the celebration for the 70th anniversary edition of the uh, HD version they're putting out. Um, it was kind of cool. Uh, we went to a, kind of a rinky-dink theater, unfortunately, but uh, you know the, the the big megaplex was sold out, so we had to go to kind of the, the lower-grade version. Wait, so but, you've gone to the
0: theater like three weeks in a row now, right? Like you went and caught uh, District 9, Glorious Bastards, this...
2: Uh yeah, there was a little space in between Glorious Bastards and District Nine, but right. yeah, I've been going a lot lately. Cool, cool. Craziness, craziness. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. It's funny because I hadn't seen that movie in a while, and it, it was funny kind of revisiting some of the th- things and forgetting like parts of it. Like one part of it where uh, it's after they've seen the wizard, and they, the wizard has given them the task of getting rid of the wicked witch before you know he gives them their their gifts they kind of get geared up and start marching off, and, you know, they've got their weapons, you know. The, the Kated Man's got his axe, and the the Kauri Lion's got, like, the, the bug spray and a pump gun type thing and a net, you know, butterfly net. But then you look at the, the Scarecrow, he's actually got a six-shooter, which I don't remember. Wait, are you seen.
1: serious? <laughs> yeah, he's got a pistol. <laughs> it's just like, wait, I don't remember. That's that. actually, it, it, it wasn't in the original <laughs> yeah. version. That's the one that they took away from the people in E.T., <laughs>
4: Oh,
2: nice! Nice. They had, it's the oh, exact I'm glad same they gun. They the balls to give it to him instead of like put a walkie-talkie in there or something.
0: So, were you wowed by the, the the graphics?
2: You know, the HD quality wasn't very good in the theater, so hopefully, it's a lot better on the video. Huh. Yeah, I. I but uh, it, it was cool. I mean, it was. It was neat trying to think of you know watching this for the first time in the theater. You know, it kind of gave me that feel, just like especially when they when she first gets to Oz and it opens up and everything turns to color. I'm like, wow, that must have been a cool moment. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And the whole movie was preceded by a little not a documentary, but like you know, kind of like what'll probably be the DVD extras. It's just kind of like some old footage and stuff like that, and some trivia about it, stuff like that. And it was uh, hosted by Angela Lansbury. And has she's not dead yet. His, what's She's that? not dead yet. She got enough time to put that in before she died. If she's if she's wow, dead, right. I, no, well, I don't cool. think she's dead, uh, but uh, it's got... one kind of cool thing of trivia I learned. Um, it's freaking awesome. Man, if you listen
1: to dark side of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But uh, the, the tin man, when they first meet him, he kind of sings about why he needs a heart. And there's one part where he sings like a little stanza of, of lines, and then just this random like womanly voice sings back to him, and that's the same voice that they use for Snow White. And when they said like they did that, you know, they told us that beforehand. So when I listened to it during the movie, I'm like, oh, that's you know, you know, you could definitely tell that that was the Snow White voice. That is. So it's kind of neat to see that kind of stuff. Did the extras? And they, sh- yeah, they show like you know, you know, um, what's her face, uh, Dorothy, at the all the Judy Garland. You know, yeah, Judy Garland. Thank you. At all, like the theater openings and stuff like that with her boyfriend, you know, uh, Mickey Rooney, and stuff like <laughs> that. It was, it was kind of weird seeing all that kind of old footage. Oh, they had actually and they, they showed they showed the Oscar ceremony, and she won for like best child actor or whatever. And it's funny because the Oscars is just like it looks like it's done in like a hotel conference room or something. Because like all the Oscars are just kind of piled up on a table in front of the the uh, podium and stuff. <laughs> so, I don't believe it. Yeah, so it was kind of neat seeing all that kind of stuff. But Did yeah, the- overall it was it was fun. I, I'm glad I went, and it was cool, you know, reminiscing about you know stuff I've seen in my childhood and that kind of stuff.
0: Did they have the notorious extras of Judy Garland beating up on the Scarecrow during the <laughs> on the set?
2: No, no, they <laughs> they uh, their PR people knew better.
0: <laughs> oh, unfortunate, unfortunate. Was it so? Do you know how wide of a release it was? Because I know I actually I saw it on uh, TV. I saw a plug for it, and I was I was surprised that uh um, that I actually got that when press.
2: I was looking at the theater locations around here. There was only three in my general area. There is uh um for those of you who know it's uh there was one in Oxford, Michigan, uh, Rochester Hills, or no, sorry, sorry, not Rochester Hills, Sterling Heights, and then like Wald Lake or something. So. Whatever mile radius that is, there's only three. Any, and it was only idea. at 7 p.m. One showing, that sort of thing. Okay, that's what I was the, about to ask. And like, the weird part was, is when we were there at the movie theater, they were kind of like logging into some channel. I forget if it was like Directv or something. Like they were, oh, getting, are you they were getting the feed from something, and I had to that like log- yeah, yeah. So it was kind of bizarre that way.
0: They don't. They can't hand that shit out, dude. Somebody gets a copy of it. It's probably worth more than like what they had to. They probably wouldn't even return it. They just right. hang on to it forever. That'd be awesome. So now that we've uh, discussed my uh, my childhood movie that I caught and James' childhood movie, um, when like when was the first time you saw that movie? Anyways, Jim. Like I know it was out before your your time, but like you didn't have a chance to see it on tape or TV really? until going To make
2: an old joke right there. <laughs> I your chance. Um, yeah it i definitely cool. saw it on tv um i used to i remember watching it every year pretty much right before halloween so this kind of this kind of coincides with the timing of how they used to release it on tv too if i remember correctly so right but yeah, yeah. i and i just remember being petrified by the flying monkeys
0: right but, yeah flying monkeys are scary um still yeah. as i as i mentioned before uh I one of the main reasons I'm out here is hanging out with my nieces and we must have watched. It's surprising. I think we've already watched like 20 movies already and these kids love watching movies and I thought I liked watching movies. They probably like it more than more than me. I don't know about more than Jim. Definitely more than Jeff. Jeff hates movies. You guys can't, you guys don't get that. But right, as soon as we start, he's already bitching about how much he hates movies and doing the show. I hate movies. So yes. Uh But what's, what's weird is I just don't, I don't know if I get kid movies anymore, because we're watching, and this is an older movie, a real older, older movie, this is Jim's, Jim's time. Um, I think kids get movies that I don't get anymore. Like, we watched Black Cauldron, which was a movie I watched in my childhood, like, probably later than, I think it was a movie that came out in 85. I remember Jim taking King. it to that movie. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, and, uh, like, we're watching it, and, uh, Tar- like, I don't even know how you pronounce his name, like, Taran or Tar- Taran, uh, the servant boy, Looks at Henwig, this pig that he's supposed to be protecting, in my like just in a weird way, and then my nieces just start laughing out loud, and I'm just I'm looking at them I'm like I I'm missing something now. I don't have that childhood imagination to understand these jokes or something, and uh, I don't know if I'm happy about it. I think I'm a little jealous that uh, like now that I've watched these movies, I just I don't know if I get it anymore. Like when you guys watch childhood movies, even though if like this one was older one, like if you have you gone back and seen a movie that you just don't you just don't connect with anymore or like the recent movies you just don't you don't laugh at as much as a, a child anymore
2: see that's hard for me I, it, it seems like a lot of the childhood movies i've seen recently are like the pixar ones and it seems like they're made to make the parents want to bring their kids to the movies yeah, yeah. so it's i think it's harder in that respect um i do know what you're talking about a little bit because i've been around my friends kids before and they're watching TV, you know, probably like SpongeBob SquarePants, and they're laughing at stuff that I just kind of shrug at, just going, okay, yeah. whatever. I mean, that whole show itself just befuddles me why kids like it, but they love the stuff. So, yeah, I think I'm definitely out of touch on what appeals to these kids because I never would have guessed, you know, something like Sp- SpongeBob would be a hit.
0: I think I think physical comedy is a thing that kids love a lot more than you know us mat- us mature people. But uh I don't
1: know somebody getting hit in the balls is still pretty <laughs> darn funny. For me. it works on so many levels
0: yeah i I like when I see that the spongebob square the SpongeBob Squarepants actually i've watched with my cousins a little bit, and it is actually pretty I actually laugh at Spongebob, but uh there are some physical comedy stuff in a lot of these movies that aren't funny to the parents, but like you said, like the Pixar movies, they come out and There's, like, sexual innuendos and stuff in those movies and, like, just jokes between parents kind of thing in every instance. And it's, uh, like, we watched A Bug's Life. We watched, um, I think I've watched, and it's not just animated movies. Like, we watched Nanny McPhee, which I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but it's a – Boy, no, I haven't. uh, (laughs) Well, I've seen it five times at least already. uh, It's pretty much a a British movie. I think it was a – oh, God, what's that? Sounds like a Mary Poppins ripoff. It's it's close to it, yeah. Well, yeah, on um, a giant squad of uh, or a brood of kids, I think it's like eight kids or misbehave, like just cannot be managed. And Nanny McPhee comes in, uh, a magic nanny comes in and solves all of everyone's problems. And does she
1: sings songs.
0: Ah, uh, no, she does not sing songs, and she doesn't fly. have nah, subs- an umbrella.
1: Mary Poppins, poor, mm. subs- poor, 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 man's Mary Poppins. Does she have a friend who's a chimney sweep?
0: Um. No, she actually doesn't have any like friends of her own. Did they kill
2: people with jokes in that movie? Because they do Mary oh, Poppins, yeah. and that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it is pretty awesome.
0: I love the laugh. is my favorite song in that. Oh, it might it's be a better. Great song. Might be better than the Bank song. Might be. Um, anyways, Stanwick has a lot of physical in humor, humor in it too. But that movie actually never need nice. a reason, never need a rhyme. <laughs> Kick your knees
2: up, <laughs> step in time.
0: Poppins, oh. Poppins. All right, you guys want to talk about Mary Poppins and get this Poppins. out of the like, Bye. Sorry, Jeff?
2: it's just our way of bad-mouthing Nancy McPhee. No, it's all right.
0: What, what's weird is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: Nanny McPhee, but I really like that you called it Nancy McPhee. <laughs> Whatever nope. it is. That's how little I
0: respect it. The live-action live movie, Nanny McPhee, was actually... Um, I, I think I got it more than uh, any of the other animated ones, and I was going to ask you, like, is it just animated movies that for some reason, like, the cartoonish quality just leaves us behind, or is it, uh, is it you know, do you still... Fall, fall short with any uh, real-life real uh, actors.
2: I don't think I've seen any recent uh, children's movies with live-action. I can't think of any, to tell you the truth.
0: Weird. What about, have you seen any ones more of your childhood that were live-action? Like, uh, you know, Mary Poppins we've discussed a little bit, which had some cartoon in it, but that probably wouldn't count. Yeah, I mean, um, I just
2: saw Wizard of Oz, and that was that was kind of cool. It was... But... Yeah, see, I never... I've never seen Bed Nows and Broodsticks. You were about to say that.
0: Yeah, I was, but it also has cartoon in it, was as I was going to mention. Yeah. Um, a yeah. uh, uh, yeah, Swiss, Swiss Family Robinson. Robinson. Great yeah, movie. Swiss great family.
2: movie. Pollyanna, another good movie.
0: Pollyanna? Yeah. What the hell's that? The
2: Parent Trap. <laughs> yeah, it's the same girl from the Parent Trap, Haley Mills. What's <laughs> the what's the parent trap? <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard of the Parent Trap? It's been remade um, like eight times. Um, yeah. It's very it, clever.
0: Is guess. James Woods in it? Um no. <laughs> So, the- you, so you watch Wizard of Oz, you're still connected with that, but then, you, have, you haven't seen Mary Poppins recently? I own Mary Poppins. Oh. <laughs> but no, and I so that's, haven't that's seen something you, I, I so love which, that movie. Dick Van right. Dyke's
2: awesome. I,
1: yeah, I'm with Jim. I, I used to watch... I probably have seen that movie, without exaggeration, probably over a hundred times. Like, I, I watched that movie almost every day when I was a little kid.
0: Wow, wow. So have you had any other than... So have you gone back and seen... Mary Poppins, you know, last week, and you liked it just as much, or have you, uh, watched any recent, uh, recent movies from your childhood that just don't do it for you anymore?
1: Yeah, Roman Polanski was over at my house with, <laughs> yeah, I assume it was his daughter, um, and, uh, we were watching Mary Poppins. <laughs> she did see it happy about at all.
2: You didn't think it was he, odd when everyone, when all those cops busted into your apartment?
0: Hey, hey. Innocent before, innocent until proven guilty, people. Innocent until proven guilty. So he fled the country. Yeah. So what? So
1: <laughs> he and Wesley Snipes sipping margaritas down in Argentina.
2: In the uh, Swiss Family Robinson example, you
1: know, I could see myself
2: watching that, but more for a nostalgia point of view as opposed to, like, being entertained. Mary Poppins, I think I can still watch and be entertained. But, yeah, like, Swiss Family is Robinson good, Pollyanna I, is, like, remembering the old days for me, I think. And it's just like. I don't know. It's, it's not as much as, like, i laugh at the kid trying to catch the tiger and Swiss family Robinson, but the rest Stupid of the probably kid. wouldn't. God.
0: Everybody, I love watching it to hate that kid now. Like, oh, I hate that, that kid. kid was in
2: like a dozen. He was in Pollyanna too, now that I think
0: about it. I'm happy I haven't seen it. So yeah, like, that is an interesting line to draw, though. Like, are we enjoying it just for the nostalgia value, or are we actually, like, you know, falling into the story like we did when we were kids? Like, you sounded like you, uh, sounded, uh, as if you did. Uh, fall into it still with Mary Poppins.
2: Yeah, Mary Poppins I can still get sucked into. And like a all you know, a lot of the uh you know animated films that I grew up watching, I can definitely get into that. You know, mostly Disney, a couple non Disneys. Secret of Nim being one, great one. But uh yeah, I mean all those I can I have no problem just watching to entertain myself.
0: Secret of Nim, So messed up. What about what about Five Goes West? Come on. Uh, that's so much for me.
2: American Tale. That, that was. I think that was kind of on the edge of my childhood, if I remember correctly.
0: Right. Jeff, any uh, any special uh, childhood movies that you know you're afraid to afraid to turn around and watch because you think it's just going to let you down?
1: The Sword in the Stone.
0: When was the last time you saw it? Let's talk. Let's talk about it. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me sit down and lay down <laughs> here. Um, <laughs> I I really like The Sword in the Stone. Uh, it's got cool songs. Uh,
2: the The wizard yeah,
1: battle uh, was awesome. Yeah, the, wiz, the the wizard battle where where she he she became a purple dragon, so he became a germ. Yeah, uh, genius. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, see, I've seen uh, that one
2: recently, and that one held up for me. Really? Did yeah. it? Good. It was good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I I recommend you seeing that one again. The one that didn't hold up for me was the one that you brought up, Black Aldrin. So I remember going to see that with you, and. In the theater, Greg, and... Yeah. I mean, I was still kind of young. I wasn't, you know, real old yet, but uh, going back, I just watched it somewhat recently, and I, I remember thinking it was cool back then, and here I was just like, why was I all excited for this movie? I have no idea.
0: Here's what, might rede- here's what might redeem it a little bit. Uh, did you know that John Hurt does the voice for the Horn King in that movie? Nice.
1: <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> I stand corrected.
0: <laughs> what's, what's weird is, like, a. Uh, I don't think you see it as much now, but especially in The Black Cauldron, while we're picking on it, uh, that movie, it's actually scary. Like oh, yeah. You, it some was epic,
2: their first PG it, animated one, wasn't it?
0: Yeah,
2: um I'm, I'm not sure. sure it was.
0: What's, it's not that, like, you'll see. It's not the violence in it that scares me so much, but it's just the, all the animation, in it, especially when you get to, like, the, the gothic dungeon castle thing, mm-hmm. it's... It's, you know, it's everything's sharp and jagged and it just, everything looks evil. And the, the king is just super, super mean looking. And it seems like everything's a little more cartoony. I'm not going to hurt you, but uh, I have mean intentions, et cetera. Uh, I thought that was, that was one big difference from like back then till now. And, uh, I guess, you know, you would, you'd be a better, uh, better witness of that since you've seen a lot, a lot more time than I have, Jim.
1: Yeah. I mean, cause they... what chip down. Did anybody <laughs> ever see that one? Which one? Watership down, you know. I've is it Watership
0: that... or Watershed? I, f- I always forget. It's Watership, right? The the. It's, it's supposed to be like a county in like London or something like that.
1: It's it's about it's about rabbits, but yeah. it's just terrifying. Yeah. It's not for children.
2: <laughs> I remember seeing that once, but I have a hard time recalling it these days.
0: It's supposed to be a. shit, I wasn't going to say how long. Is it an actual like full feature animated movie or is it a short? It's, it's,
1: probably, it's like someplace in between. It's like it's probably like forty five minutes to an hour long.
0: Right. I'm looking it up right now. Actually, it looks like it's a uh, 100 minutes, hour and a half, pretty much.
1: Pretty Oh wow, okay. That's
0: tense. Yeah, what's and that that movie's supposed to be pretty much about rabbits one den taking over like another den or something, which by the yeah, way, it's like
1: the, like there's <laughs> just...
0: John Hurt also voices somebody in this movie, so awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't really remember a whole lot about it. I just remember it's scary as hell.
0: Yeah, they're Warren, that's what they're One called. rabbit
1: like bites another rabbit's head off or something like oh. that. It's like, pretty oh. graphic. It's,
2: Right, right. Yeah, they, oh. they, they meant their shit back then. I mean, going back to your point about, you know, being really scary back then and you don't see that kind of art these days, I mean, it seems like they would have had their chance to do something like that for, like, Monsters, Inc., but that, I mean, they kept that very, I mean, teddy bears. Yeah. Compared to, you know, you know, dark horned kings with, you know, magic cauldrons of black smoke and devil creatures running around. So, right. So, I mean, yeah, I think I... I think it's part of the culture these days though. I mean, back then you could get away with it now everything's got to be a lot more PC and you know, don't want to disturb the kids and you know, that sort of thing. And I I think back then they were, they weren't afraid to pull any punches. They were they were happy killing Bambi's mom and all that stuff, so <laughs> <laughs> it's part of
0: life, so, damn it. Yeah, before before we uh we do have a quiz today that that Jim is going to uh Surprise everyone with it's a. pop. I'm not going to talk
1: about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory?
0: Um, you have – I was going to bring up one other thing you can bring up. Well, let's talk about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory being way better than the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for sure. Well, yeah,
1: without a doubt. Well, this is – I mean as far as movies that hold up, this is a movie that has something for everyone. It's another movie I watched an awful lot as a kid, but it, like I really, I've seen that one relatively recently and it's still awesome. One of the And it's having a disturbing scene. The scene where they're in the tunnel is absolutely yes. terrifying. Yes, it right. is.
2: Um, and Gene Wilder is just magnificent in that movie. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he really is.
1: Um He should have won an Oscar. Yeah,
0: he deserves it. And the like uh I think just the, I think give them- today. when you listen, when you comparing it to the new one again, uh the Loopaloopas not only just seemed weird being pretty much all CG'd, but be- CG'd as in copied, duplicated CG'd. It was an actual actor. But uh uh the odd thing was the voice they gave him was just so annoying. Like they sort of like I don't know, like, they sort of gave it, like, a reverb, like, mechanic feel to it, and it was it was weird. I, I did not like it. But, yeah, uh, Willy Wonka, the Chalk Factory. Yeah, they
1: all had, like, deep, weird voices yeah, in it was, Irish. Yeah. Those are cool. I like those.
0: <laughs> so the one thing I want to bring up, we can put our, put your prediction hats on, prediction hats. The Princess and the Frog is the, the new, and this is sort of going back to what we were just talking about, like, a little more older, older uh, setup movies. This is the Disney's latest which was worried to be cut cut short and never be done uh the princess and the frog comes out and it's gonna be december 11th i believe and this is gonna be a cell animated old school like you know aladdin your lion king get that get that out later <laughs> lion king all those kind of type of animation movies like it's gonna be coming back and do you think that it's actually gonna hold its ground versus you know this whole new pixar everything's cuddly feely round playful feel
2: you know it's weird because I saw the preview for this, and just looking at it, it just seemed out of place. Like, uh, and maybe that's just me as an adult talking. Maybe the kids don't care and they're happy to go to it, but it just seems weird to me. So I don't know if that's gonna have effect on how you know the adult parents feel about taking their kids to this one versus something else. I don't know if it's up against any competition, but right. I mean, in I general, got- I'm sure it'll do well money-wise, but yeah, just. The the art seems
1: weird to me now. It seems it does seem a little dated.
0: Jeff, Wait. I haven't
1: seen anything about this movie, so I'm going to withhold comment until I do.
0: Okay, no problem. I think it's like uh, our point, your point's valid. Like it's a, a situation where you know I I also think it's out of place. But you know I was with my nieces watching just the same door episode over and over again. So I'm sure kids are going to like it because they like anything that will keep. Because they're idiots. <laughs> So it almost seems
2: like they need to, like, make it look older or something. Oh. Give it more of a nostalgia. It almost seems like it's, like, old art, but, you know, nice right. and polished and clean, and, I don't know. It doesn't oh, feel like like the Mulan. Same. <laughs> uh, I've never seen that, so I don't know. Anywho,
0: <laughs> uh, something to keep tabs on. It comes out December 11th, if anyone's interested in catching it. And, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty much where we gotta stop for going to our, we gotta go to our quiz. We're, uh, moving right along here. And it's, uh, Jeff wants or Jeff, Jesus! Why the hell am I giving Jeff credit for quizzes? Uh, Jim, because
1: <laughs> I always win them.
0: It's uh, it's time for Jim to take over our quiz master of the show. So uh, please uh, indulge us.
2: Okay, uh, this is a quiz that we've done in the past. Basically, I'll be reading some quotes by a certain actor from various movies he oh, or I she like this quiz. have been in, and <laughs> you will have to name the actor that has said all these different quotes from different movies.
0: Oh, actor. All right, All right. got so it. You're for I'm the, not going to ask any questions. I understand. You're looking for that. the actor. Yep. So I, uh, I uh, like, let's hope everyone at home can keep up and with some how of that these.
2: Some of these might be pretty dang easy, and some of these might be pretty darn hard. It's going to be a mixed bag, so we'll see how it goes.
0: Well, I've got IMDb open, so. Okay.
2: <laughs> Cheater. The first quote: "Because you love her, I will forgive that once. Say that again, and you are no longer my brother."
0: Wait, I'm guessing the actor, or am I guessing the movie? Actor. Actor.
1: Brad Pitt? (laughs) Brad Pitt is correct. Wait, what? Hold (laughs) on. Legends of the Fall, right?
2: (laughs) Yes, that is from Legends of the Fall. Oh,
0: God. All right, fine. fine. (laughs) All right, we're starting now.
1: No. No, wrong. Jeff one, Greg zero.
0: All right, next one.
2: I'm Victor. I'm
0: the cleaner. Oh, dude, it's a... Rene, I don't remember his name. Go ahead.
2: Okay, next one. The Templars and the Freemasons believe that their treasure was too great for any one man to have, not even a king. That's why they went to such lengths to keep it hidden.
0: Oh, uh, is it Tom Hanks? No. It's not Tom Hanks. Right All right, next I one. I should have it. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: Well, take it or leave it. If you want to save yourself some money, don't fuck her. Because you'll be back here every night for some more. Man, she's 12 and a half years old. You never had no pussy like that. You can do anything you want with her. Oh, <laughs> well, it's Harvey Keitel. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, because I didn't want to read cleaner? the second half of that quote.
0: The Clear is not from Pulp Fiction, is it? <laughs> it
2: is not. It is from Point of No Return. In no and the Templars and Freemasons was his role in National Treasure. That oh, memory. I should have known that one. I
0: should have known that one.
1: Hey, he plays. He plays the pimp and taxi driver. Yes, That's and thank like you for making terrible. me not That's have to
2: read that second half of that quote. Yeah, <laughs> I remember the second half of that.
1: It's pretty brutal. Yeah.
0: On the first one, I thought it was uh, um, the guy from uh, Leon. Oh, I don't. John Reno. John Reno. I said Renee. That was. That was so close. Yeah. Go ahead. So
1: close to having the wrong answer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, 2-0. Next one. Well, that's where I see things a little differently. Contractor, no, I will not bow to any sponsor.
0: Mike Myers. Yes. Dana Carvey. All right. Thank God. Oh. Nice. Uh, Wayne's World. Got her.
1: Got her. He's going to blow through these too quick.
0: Maybe Wayne's World should have been my vote for uh, best series ever.
1: That's actually a good one. Except for I maintain that a series has to be three, but all right, whatever. Yeah.
2: Okay, next one. You think it's healthy to obsessively collect things? You can't relate to other people, so you fill your life with stuff. I'm just like all these other collector losers.
0: Winona Ryder. John Cusack. Ba-doof. Neither, neither.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. One girl, I drove through three states wearing her head as a hat.
0: Uh, mm,
2: Gary Busey. (laughs) All right, next one. Yeah, check it out. We can ask for airplay and whatever else we want, and then we demand a whole bunch of weird stuff. That way we can play, plead insanity oh, later. Oh, Steve Buscemi. Yes. Ah! Buscemi is correct. <laughs> yes. The collector. Which,
0: of course, of course, I get the one from, uh, what is that? The <laughs> airheads. 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 <laughs> I
1: airheads. I get the airheads. I get that one, too.
2: The first one about the collectors was from Ghost World. And Wait, the-, the other one was from Con Air. The other one was from Con Air, yes. Shit. All right. Tie up. Next one. Would you just watch the hair? You know, I work on my hair a long time, and you hit it.
1: He hits my hair.
2: Hmm. Next one.
1: John Travolta.
2: Yes. Ooh.
0: That is from what
1: Saturday Night Fever. I've oh, never that. seen that movie. That was just a guess. That's a good guess.
0: That's a fantastic guess for not seeing the movie that quotes from. All right. Next one. It's not like something Travolta would say.
2: <laughs> Look. All brothers don't know how to shoot guns. You racist motherfucker.
1: Oh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yes.
0: And yep. Die Hard with a Vengeance or yes. whatever it is.
1: I, again, I just guessed. I haven't seen that movie Can you give me credit it. then?
0: Can we get a vote overturn here? I just Of like, course
1: re- I get credit. I'm, I should get double, points.
2: I'm kind of disappointed this one didn't go farther because my other quotes for him are You wouldn't know Egyptian cotton if the pharaoh himself sent it to you. You knock off motherfucker. <laughs> Next one. I'm still alive, motherfucker. Next one. Turn this big motherfucker left, Troy. <laughs> and then the last one knows Yes, they deserve to die and I hope to burn in hell.
3: Hope they burn out.
2: Alright. So the comedy part didn't come out, but alright.
4: I'm happy. Sorry.
2: <laughs> okay, new person. My ch-, ch chair with me in it? That's very exciting. Let me ask you a question, Bonehead. Why are you trying to k- 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 kill me? Bruce Willis.
0: Yes. Really? Yes. Yes! (laughs) I'm good at guessing too! (laughs) Alright.
2: This is gonna be the quickest quiz of all time. It's from Die Hard 2. He's making fun of Jeremy Irons who has a stuttering...
0: Who fakes a stutter, who fakes a stutter. And it's from Die Hard 3, not 2. Come on. Jeez! Oh, sorry, Die Hard 3, sorry.
1: So, we're going all Die Hard all the time. (laughs) Okay,
2: the next one. I understand you may have had sexual relations with my daughter before, but under our roof, it's my way or the Long Island Expressway. So just keep your snake in its cage for 72 hours.
0: Robert De Niro. Yes. De Niro,
1: shit. Yes. De God De Niro damn it, we're tied
0: again. Meet the parents. Tied, what are you talking about? Four
1: four. I'm
0: picking your ass. All right. Whatever. You're so, All
1: Jesus right. Christ, you're so crazy. Yeah. How and
0: many I, more do you have? Two I have, more two you more, have two more. Two right.
2: more. I don't know about you. But I have an aversion from to getting fubar.
0: Uh, Kurt Russell, yes, <laughs> from all from all the kids' favorite Tango and Cash.
2: Yes, that is correct.
0: Oh man, this is hilarious! All right. all
2: right, I'm getting all the hard ones. All the hard ones. Apparently, none of these are hard because I think you've gone past the first one like one so far. All right, last one. Two little mice fell on a bucket of cream. First mouse Could-
0: walking next yes,
1: <laughs> Correct. good job.
0: From uh, uh, catch me if you can.
1: Craig, you won this quiz. Good job.
0: Thank you all. Okay. Thank you. I feel I feel like I should thank some some more people. You maybe should. Thank hang you hang out. listeners. You should probably thank hang
2: out in California a little bit long. It seems yeah. to be treating you well. It's this
0: hot. It's this hot weather, man. It's keeping me on edge.
2: So yeah, that was the quiz. Hopefully, it wasn't. Too easy. It seemed like it went really quick, but uh, I liked it. I won.
0: I won. No problem. <laughs> for once, yeah. Um, <laughs> Whoa, yeah, it was a little too easy, I
2: think. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping to you know, at least get the you know the second or third quote on some of these, but you guys are too good, apparently. Um, one note: um, once again, these uh, answers all have a theme. So if you want to try and puzzle that out on the, the forums, feel free to. On
1: they were all in pulp fiction.
0: Whoa, don't. And it's not right, actually, but don't don't guess. Let's leave it open for people to to. It's not, get,
4: right. <laughs> no, it's not right.
0: It's not right. No. Russell is not in pulp fiction. Um oh, that's a good point. so yeah, take it to the. We'll take it to the forum so you can answer it there. I. I definitely want to answer it after the show, though, and maybe. Uh, maybe we'll leave it late in the the outtakes, and if you want to hear it, you can hear it then. But uh, we won't spoil it for you guys. So if you want to take your answer yeah. to the boards, go I for thought it. I was
1: wrong about the pulp fiction thing because Russell. Yeah. But I know it now.
0: All right. Anyhow, yeah, very good quiz, and uh, I uh, I enjoyed it once again. Enjoyed it once again, and one. Which I've won one quite a few now. I'm getting back up there. Like my win percentage isn't that good, but it's nothing. to You're no shig- longer the Detroit
2: Lions. Congratulations, yeah. even though they did my win. Yeah, <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Finally. yeah. You, so
1: you are the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Congratulations.
0: <laughs> uh, so that brings us to our uh, final feature of the day, which is definitely not last, but last but not least, I would say, is our Parker Posey's play along, which is our daily or weekly question, where we uh, ask our ask everybody on the show and ask uh, our Listeners to post on gunkipit.com and answer the question. Also at Facebook, you can look for the movie hour page. And uh, it was a very interesting question. It was uh, Jim's question, and it was, "What is your favorite movie series?" Sort of, sort of basic, but we got a got a lot of responses due to that. And uh, James, what were some that uh, stuck out for you?
2: Yeah, I was happy with the uh, response. A lot of people uh, seem to have an opinion on everything, so it was cool. Um, and I know there was some discussion about whether or not you. Know, just two movies made a series and stuff, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going. I'm sticking with it. I'm saying it's legal, so you know, any two movie answers are acceptable. Right. Um. Actually, um. Probably my favorite, mostly because it's intriguing, is uh, a answer for the uh, Troy colors, or Trey. How are you pronounce that? Yeah. Have um, you
1: heard of that before? I've actually seen those. Have you, have I, you heard of this? Yes. I've
2: I, I watched one with with uh, a couple of the uh, normal listeners and part of our list. And I've watched another one on my own, if I remember correctly. I think it was the red and blue portions of that. I haven't seen the white portion yet. And I might have to go back to see the blue one again. And I liked them. I thought they were pretty good, the two that I saw, even with the you know my 10% discount for being foreign.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not a big subtitles kid, are you? Yeah, it's,
2: sub- yeah, it takes too much of my mental energy or something.
0: What did you think of the movies while, while we're talking about them, Jeff?
1: Um, you know, there was one that I didn't, it's been a while, there was one that I didn't see. I saw blue, and I'm pretty sure I saw white, but I don't think I've seen red. White has Julie um, Delpy and in really, it. And red has Julie Delpy or white, white
2: has Julie white Delpy. White has Julie Delpy. Red doesn't have anyone. Just a little bit, right? I don't know. That's the one I haven't seen. Red doesn't have anyone okay. famous in it, and blue has Juliette Binoche in it. Oh, right.
1: Okay, yeah. So red me. is the one that I haven't seen. Okay. Um... White was phenomenal. I really liked white. I wasn't that fond of blue.
0: Gotcha. Right. The only one other one, uh, like everybody came out for this one, so thank you for uh, posting. But uh, also, I want to bring up Dean's answer because the Godfather series gets a lot of gets a lot of. uh, Pretty much everyone was sort of uh, we heard some comments about the third one not being good at all, and I, I had heard that over and over again. I had the back, I had the Godfather series in my back pocket for a long time. I think the first time I watched them was three years ago, maybe four years ago. And pretty much sat down, watched them pretty close to sequentially. And the third one wasn't bad. I didn't like it. wasn't. Yeah. Everyone shit on it, so I was like thinking it was gonna be the worst movie ever. But it was. It wasn't bad. In my uh, my
2: opinion, it doesn't stand up to the other two, but I don't consider it a bad movie.
0: Right. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: I would. I would. That's exactly how I'd put it. I'm not sorry I saw it. I probably wouldn't go out of my way to see it again.
0: Right. Um, There are. uh, I think
1: that's the right answer.
0: Great point. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention about the Parker Posey is I was uh, I haven't been looking at it for a while, but I'm looking at the numbers, uh, the traffic on the site. I can uh, I can follow you guys, see where you guys are going, etc. But uh brother, not you, yeah, not to freak you out. Uh, but I noticed that some people were searching, actually searching uh, web browsers uh, in web browsers to find our site with Parker Posey play along, and people were typing it out and finding our site. So I got curious and I plugged it into Google and s- watched what it brought up and what it usually brings up, I've done it the past couple weeks, is if you search Parker Posey play along, you'll find our site, but you'll be sent to the last week's Parker Posey play along. And I just want to make sure no one's being deterred that when you search and find that, we always have last week's available so people can see what we're referencing during our show and also so people can at least look at other people's answers that were up uh, if they're uh, an episode behind. So if you end up going there and you end up being locked out, it's because that's the old version and uh, – Click to the main page, and you'll find uh, you'll always find the latest Parker Posey play along. So, if you're just just in case you're getting lost, I wanted to bring that up. Um, so, moving on to the new Parker Posey, uh, it is my question. Where's the last um, <laughs> oh, wait, Sorry, um, this wait, one freeze. might work. <laughs> that might work, maybe. Um, this I have is, a
1: stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> this, this
0: is a good this is a good question for today's topic. I was sort of worried that we would uh, get to it uh, before I got to the question. The question is pretty simple. Recommend a movie for a child. That's all you got to do. Um, so it's more some more of a it's more of a statement, more of a you know telling telling somebody what to do. But hey, uh food, pork, Yeah. So, but I don't leave the term child open to interpretation. But rec- recommend a movie for a kid, a child, and whatever reasoning you can you can use. Uh, I'm curious what your what your reasoning is if you're willing to describe it. Uh, I had a tough time with this because there one I wanted to recommend that I hadn't seen, which is because I, I wanted to recommend it based on the book, but I'll get to that. The one I'm going with is a little, uh, bizarre. I'm going with never ending story, which I personally like, but Jeez, song. the song? Ne- I'll make sure I'll, uh, maybe I'll be able to fit it in, in the end. Maybe, maybe we <laughs> could get it at the end. Uh, uh. the Neverending story. Uh, so, uh, but this isn't really, I'm recommending it for a kid. This child whoever is going to be watching it not really for the benefit of the kid but more to put my mind at ease that you know somebody because no one's going to show this movie to their kid i don't think anyone's going to be like oh i'm going to show my kid never story he's going to have the same the same uh movie experience i did i really just want to make sure that somebody of the next generation watches this thing because if not it'll probably just be lost in the just bizarre movie category that only like two people watch, and I want to make sure that, uh, make sure that everyone, everyone can fe- have the experience of a never ending story later on. And I'm sure that the kid that watches it won't like it either, but, uh, it's pretty freaky. And in terms of child movies that are sort of scary, that one freaked me out all the time, but now one of my, uh, one of my, one of, uh, more, one of my more favorite movies. And, uh, the one, actually I really wanted to recommend, but I hadn't seen was. And this gets back to Jim's point he brought up earlier was uh, Charlotte's Web. I have not seen the movie. I've read the book multiple times, and the reason I like the the book so much, and I, I heard that the movie also carries it on, is the the main character uh, Charlotte. One of the main characters, Charlotte, dies in the end of the spoiler alert. But it's like seven books from the seventies or something. So uh Charlotte dies, and it, it's sort of just a whole life lesson of like, you know, this is pretty much how things work. You know, it's okay that she died. It's a situation that you have to deal with. And we don't, I don't think I'm not a parent, so I'll back off of anybody that actually has a kid, but um we don't talk about death with kids enough. I don't think like, I know it's sort of like a, a cultural thing for Americans. That you, was, say
1: we, you don't mean me. Cause I do it every, every time. <laughs> so you're worried about
0: dying, Brian. <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> It just seems like a thing, like, you know, it's there's nothing wrong with it, like, yeah. and it seems like we just, it's just a giant taboo subject you just don't bring up, and then when we're 80, we talk about it, we're dead. And yeah. it's,
2: and especially doesn't, or at least, you know, to my knowledge, in the more recent, you know, children's movies, it doesn't seem to, you know, come up so often.
0: Right, right. Um, and this was, like, I I forget what we were talking about, somebody, what movie we were talking about, that somebody actually died in it, and it was something. Uh, maybe Bambi, yeah, it's okay that Bambi's mother dies, yeah, etc. Well, she okay. gets shot, which is it's, a little but It yeah. was devastating, but so that those, I guess I, that's sort of two. But I haven't seen Charlotte's Web the movie, but I did hear that the the spider still dies in it. And uh, uh, anyways, good then. What what do you what what would uh, what do you guys pick? Uh,
2: my answer is going to be the original Muppet movie.
0: Really? Yes. Nice. Sorry. yeah. We didn't talk about the Muppets at all. Yeah, the
1: the Muppets—the one that starts the swamp, right? And Kermit goes. down. <laughs> yeah, uh, yep. yeah. I really like that movie. Yeah, that's that's that's
2: the best one of the bunch, according to me. <laughs> um, it's it's got great musical numbers in it, so you know, appeals to my love of music on that and um, and and kind of along the same vi- vein as you, use Greg. You know, you kind of wanted this kid to see. You know, never-ending story because you're afraid. You know, otherwise, how else to see? You know, yeah. How else it? is anyone going to see it? Seems it seems like yeah. the Muppets are, you know, a dying genre. It's like no one knows who Miss Piggy and Gonzo and Fozzie Bear are anymore. And you know, it,
1: I, that is I, a crime. I guess I didn't realize that. And I just Greg, think, tell your nieces.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell your nieces my story. because
2: yeah, I remember <laughs> I
1: gave uh,
2: I gave uh, one of my goddaughters, you know, the season one of you know the Muppet Show and. Like, she had no idea what it was, basically. So it, it's, you know, it's something that I think all the kids should see, and it was great entertainment, and, you know, it doesn't have any, you know, super life, life lessons like death in it, but, you know, it's not easy being green, on the other hand, so.
1: I would like to show a child uh, the movie, the classic, First Blood, uh, <laughs> to show him what happens when you fuck with a Vietnam vet.
4: <laughs>
1: That's a life lesson that you don't
2: see every day in uh, children's movies these days. Your, pa- your parents let
0: you watch some weird stuff. First Blood. Like I thought my parents you know let us watch a lot of stuff, but First Blood's pretty good.
1: First Blood. They drove First Blood. Yeah. Um no, uh, the movie that immediately came to my people? mind was <laughs> cuz he's a Vietnam <laughs> vet. That's what they do. No, actually the uh the, the movie I wanted to bring up the first thing that came to my mind was the movie Hook. Uh the Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams live action Peter Pan uh remake thing. Dustin Just Ho- cuz I think it's a go ahead. I was going to say
0: Dustin Hoffman's best role ever? Question mark? Question. Mark. Go ahead. Um, I
1: saw. I saw the graduate. I don't know if you saw the graduate. <laughs> but, uh, Good question. <laughs> so, uh, if I can continue, the reason I, I'd like to pick that is because I think it, it shows a lot of imagination taking a classic story and sort of reimagining it with uh it, with a more modern spin on it, and um I I really like the uh the the, the Peter Pan story, but. I I think that giving children an option as far as a a more realistic version, or maybe realistic isn't the right thing, but a a version that that, uh, handles more modern problems and that type of thing, uh, giving their imagination kind of a a template for a way to build off of something that they already know into something else, something new, and and more uh, like their life or like something else. I think it's an interesting... Interesting movie, and I think kids should watch it. And also, I think that's a, that might be another movie that fades into obscurity without uh, idiots like us forcing children to watch it.
0: You lost me back at The Graduate. But I do agree, Hook is... Uh, I I agree, Hook should uh, be seen by every child out there. Great movie. You get you, where, are, where else do you get to see Julia Roberts turn into like a giant person from being Tinkerbell and tries to get make out with uh, Robin Williams? It's it's great. Yeah, uh, that,
2: that's one that must have a, a gender... Or not a gender, a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: Bob Hoskins? No. Is that the word?
2: (laughs) A gap in age right there for me. It's a, uh, it's, it never really appealed to me. (laughs) Bob Hoskins. (laughs) You must be thinking of Bob Hoskins. No, but yeah, that one never appealed to me. And just from, you know, Greg promoting it to hell, I've. I think oh yeah, I talk me. about it every minute. <laughs> I think it's even made me hate it even more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that giant poster you have in your <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah, it's
0: a uh, it's a great movie, and uh, I. So you're I- gonna
1: let me ask you this: You're you're in California for a few more days. Are you gonna force your nieces to watch these movies?
0: Actually, I did look at what they owned, and Hook does exist in this house. Uh, there was a lot of other. The the thing is, like, I we didn't bring this up, but there's a lot of, uh, all parents probably know this, and it's redundant, but uh, all these Barbie, princess, Tinkerbell, fairy, like, spin-off little animated adventure th- DVDs you can buy, and this house is littered with them. There's four nieces, so everyone thinks they're a princess, and not that uh, if they're overhearing me through the door, they are princesses, but they're <laughs> everywhere, and they don't have as many, like... Mainstream actual theatrical release, cartoon, movie, animated, live action, whatever. Straight to video stuff. Yeah, they have a lot of straight to video stuff. But, uh, Hook did exist. There's, you know, a lot of the Pixar stuff's here. And not so many of the classics though. Not so many of the classics. So, they do, they could use, they could use a little help there. So maybe that's why I thought of this. Maybe, that's a genius question. Uh, so the question again, if I could actually even think about, all you gotta do is recommend a movie for a kid. If you could get a kid to watch something, what would it be, and, you know, what's your reasoning behind it? It can be, can be whatever, and I'll leave again. You know, when I think of a kid, I was I was thinking anything in between, you know, 10 down or maybe 12 down max, but if you can argue yeah. a case for somebody older than that, go for it.
2: I had 10 down in my mind, yeah. too, yeah.
0: so... So, good answers. They'll be up at thegunkpit.com and the question will be there for you to answer and also you can go to uh, our Facebook page. If you search uh, the movie hour, you'll find it. Uh, James and Jeff, another excellent, another excellent podcast. And this is the last one from Callie. Sad. I'll be uh back. Yeah, you're in, gonna have to come back. Back here in where time, the weather's
1: not so nice, yeah, uh, right. which will make you really happy. I and guess. the quizzes are a lot more harder.
0: <laughs> but yeah. yeah, back. Uh, I'll be back in the studio uh, for our next <laughs> podcast. So. And the
1: governor's not Arnold Goddamn Schwarzenegger, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a
0: fellow actor, a fellow. Yeah. So that's the end So yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for your input,
1: guys. Hope everyone enjoyed. Drive safe. people
0: <laughs> Thank everybody once again. Thank you for listening to the movie hour. This is our uh what 54th podcast. Anyhow, thank you again. Uh oh, the Roman Polanski's daycare movie My wife Stop one second. We got a breach. Why am I doing it? I'm just talking with my buddies on the headset.
1: Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why? So <laughs> That's a great call. i right? <laughs> yeah, <have> you down I gave you <laughs> gum. Oh no! I didn't hear your uh, ask Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why am sorry? I doing
0: it? Uh, so yeah, so what you do? So you'd be like, and the second thing I caught. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Man, what are you doing? I've got enough, they're all outside the door now
1: <laughs> They're all outside the <laughs> Just waiting for us to start